0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network hello guys it's ollie here and welcome back to the nufc broadcast so another another week another midweek game for newcastle we've got man city in the carabao cup on wednesday night so i thought i'd just do a short uh, sort of preview episode here to run through some of eddie howe's comments in his press conference on tuesday uh, look at some team news some injury updates there's some unfortunately some bad news on harvey barnes We'll go through some of the sort of fringe players who might feature against Man City and I'll also share my predicted lineup for the game. So yeah, let's have a look at all of that ahead of tomorrow night's game at St. James's Park. So starting with some team news, there's four players who will definitely not be featuring against Man City on Wednesday night and that's Harvey Barnes. Joe Linton, Joe Willock, and Emil Kraft. And, and starting with Harvey Barnes, obviously we saw on Sunday he was forced off early on against Sheffield United. Um, and Eddie Howe said after the game that it didn't look good, but he's given an update following a scan uh, this morning on Tuesday morning. So speaking to the press, he said it's going to be months rather than weeks for Barnes. Um, and I'll just go through some of his quotes there on the injury. He said, he said it's an injury to his foot just below the toe. And I think it's quite a substantial injury. We're fearing it's months rather than weeks. We've had the scans and we're now waiting for a specialist's opinion on what's next and whether there's surgery involved or not. He was down after the game because I think he knew it wasn't a normal injury. If you feel a muscle, you tend to think it'll be a week or two. But this was a slightly more complex issue. And I think he probably feared the worst because there was no one around him. No doubt he would be very disappointed because he was very keen to show his worth and his value and it was a really good opportunity on Sunday to do so. But whatever the injury is and however long it takes to get back, we will support him. We know he's a top quality player who still has a massive part to play. So that's a real shame for Barnes. I mean, I've just mentioned there already that Joe Linton and Joe Willock are out of this game. Joe Linton is a chance he's back before the international break, which is going to be in the middle of October next month. And uh, with Joe Willick Eddie Howe's already ruled him out until after that international break, so with Joe Willock and Joe Linton already ruled out for the next couple of weeks, at the very least, to have Barnes missing, not just for a short spell, but potentially months, a couple of months even it could be, is a massive blow. I mean, obviously on a personal level for him, he would have been gutted, as it is, just to miss that 8-0 game against Sheffield United, because let's be honest, for any attacker that would have been... Licking the lips at the chance to to, to get goals and assists against that Sheffield United defence, so it was bad enough for him to miss that game, but obviously with him with him set to be sidelined now for for like Eddie Howe said, a matter of months, um, you'd think he's now going to miss probably all of our Champions League group games, which is is a huge blow for him, isn't it? And not just for him personally, for the squad. I mean, we've got left sided players in Joe Willock and Joe Linton who are both injured. I know both are more centre midfielders, but they always play on that left and. Both, especially Joe Linton, are capable of playing as a left winger. So we're starting to look quite light on numbers down that left side now. Obviously, Anthony Gordon's absolutely firing. And he said in an interview with with NUFC TV that he's in the best physical shape of his career. And he's obviously, he's firing on on all cylinders, isn't he, Anthony Gordon? So that's great. But we're really lacking depth there now. Um, I guess Elliot Anderson can play as a winger and tends to play on the left. So that's an option. And Alexander Rizak is also someone who can play wider a push. So we've got a few options there, but we are looking a bit short on numbers. And obviously that's a real blow, not just to lose Barnes for a short period of time, but potentially a couple of months. So that's a big blow. Um, the final player who is not going to play on Wednesday is Emil Kraft. There's not been too many updates on him, but obviously he suffered an ACL injury, ironically, in our first Carabao Cup game of last season away to Tranmere. So he's been out now for for a long, long time, hasn't he? And I think he's not quite stepped up to full training yet. So so he won't feature. So so yeah, there, there's some, there some sort of injury updates on our side. Um, as for Man City, in fairness, they're also um, struggling with, with injuries. So they've got Kevin De Bruyne out. He's, he's got a long-term hamstring injury. Bernardo Silva picked up a, an injury recently, and he's been ruled out for the next couple of weeks. So he won't play either. John Stones has still got a thigh problem, and Rodri the midfielder he got a straight red card in that 2-0 win over nottingham forest at the weekend so rodry's actually serving a three-game ban and one of those games um you'll miss is wednesday's game against newcastle so they're they're sort of four big players key players for man city He will definitely miss out and speaking ahead of the game pep guardiola has also actually commented on uh, a couple of players who he will definitely be resting he said that ruben diaz the center back and kyle walker sort of the right-back who tends to play an inverted role. Both of those guys, he said, will be rested for the game, um, which I guess is good news. I mean, Man City have such a big squad, so there's only so much you can you can sort of take from that because obviously they have the luxury of being able to lose one player and bring in another top-quality player. But th- they're sort of six fairly key players for Man City who will miss out. I know Guardiola's also been commenting on the game itself, and he's kind of criticised the, the schedule and the number of games teams are having to play early in the season alongside obviously the international games as well. But one interesting thing that Guardiola did say is he said um he said I am not going to waste one percent of energy for the Carabao Cup. They were his words ahead of the game. Now Eddie Howe was asked about that in the press conference this morning and he kind of rubbished that and he said he doesn't believe that for a second because we all know Man City are this absolute machine who just want to win any trophy they play and I mean we saw it last season they won the treble. Um so Eddie Howe's not buying that. But at the same time Guardiola has said, you know, like we've got a lot of injuries he said Diaz won't play. He said Walker won't play. He's even said uh, the, obviously the academy players might get a chance as well. So, so yeah, it looks like Man City are definitely going to rotate. But um, as we've said, there they're still capable of playing a very strong team. Um, so yeah, we'll take a short break now, anyway. But after that, we'll look at some of the fringe players who should be oh, in, in with a chance of getting some game time on Wednesday, and we'll also go through the predicted lineup for Wednesday night's game. So that was just a few players who definitely won't be playing against Man City on Wednesday night. But just running through a few squad players who might actually feature. I mean, it's tough to say here yeah, how much we'll rotate. I know Eddie Howe said in his press conference on Tuesday that we'll have to utilise the squad. He's obviously conscious of the fact we've got a lot of games coming up. I've had a look at the schedule and we've got seven games between now and the end of October. And obviously considering what, it's the end of September. That's, that's a lot of football over the next month. Um, I mean, just to give you an idea of that, looking looking through the next four sort of four or five weeks, we've got Man City in the Cup Wednesday night. Saturday we've got Burnley in the Premier League. Next Wednesday we've got PSG. A couple of days after PSG, we have West Ham away in the Premier League. Uh, then it's the international break, but then we come straight back to a home game against Palace. Then a midweek game against at home to Borussia Dortmund on the 25th of October. And just a couple of days after the Dortmund game, we've got a trip to Wolves on the 28th of October. So so yeah, seven games in the next month. So there's a lot a lot of games to play there. We've already mentioned about injuries to Barnes, to Joe Linton, to Willick, um, and, and the squad being stretched there. So I think it's fair to say, with the injuries, with the, the hectic schedule, and, and sort of combining the fact we've just played Brentford, AC Milan, Sheffield United in the space of, what, seven, eight days, I think it's fair to say we will rotate a little bit here. But at the same time, Eddie Howe said ahead of the game, he's obviously very focused on every competition. He doesn't have a sort of list of priorities. He wants to get a trophy for the club. And he also reacted to a, a comment from one of the journalists in the press conference who said that an English manager hasn't won a major trophy for 15 years. So not he, not only does he want to sort of end the trophy drought for Newcastle, he wants to obviously end that, that run of English managers not, not winning major trophies. So I think it's fair to say we're very determined to still p- progress in the cup but we're probably also conscious of the injuries in the schedule. So, anyway, just l- looking at sort of... I've picked out nine or ten players who don't... either haven't started recently or don't tend to play a great deal, um, or fringe players on new sign-ins. So, I've picked out a few players who I think could be in contention. So, starting in goal, I, I wouldn't be that surprised if Martin Dubravka got some game time. I know Eddie Howe promised him minutes over the summer, and he said he had a big part to play. Obviously, Dubravka knows he's behind Nick Pope in the, in the pecking order, but... I think Eddie Howe kind of hinted that you'll have his moments to, to play. So this could be this could be a chance for Dubravka. um, moving moving up the pitch a little bit. I think Jamal Lasells at centre back. He knows when Sven Botman and Fabian Shaw are fit in the Premier League, then he doesn't get a look in now. But again, with so many games coming up, this could be a chance for him to, to come into the team. Um, he obviously doesn't have that quality on the ball that Botman or Shaw do do have. But I think he played away away to Man City in the Premier League, in that reverse sort of the reverse fixture last season he did okay actually so so yeah I mean he's still the club captain there was some talk of him leaving at the end of the summer but he's obviously stayed so a little bit like Dubravka there you'll be kind of thinking surely I get my chance in games like this but we'll have to see um it's sort of full back I'd be shocked if Tino Livramento didn't play it right back I know Kieran Trippier is sort of bionic man and he's been just outstanding in our last two games in particular um, obviously helping us to that clean sheet of the San Siro, but then also getting three assists at Sheffield United. So Trippier is normally the first name on the team sheet, but perhaps given given the, the schedule, given the fact Liveramento has yet to start a game since signing from Southampton, I think he could get a game at right back. I mean, you've also got to factor in the fact Liveramento has spent the majority of the last year sidelined with that serious knee injury. So he actually needs to build up some match sharpness and some fitness, and obviously, there's only so much you can build that with with late cameos from the bench. I mean, he's only featured twice this season. I think he played a couple of minutes away at Man City in the league in that 1-0 defeat, and then he obviously came on for the last 20 minutes or so at Sheffield United. So I, I do think Livermanto will play. Down the other side, Lewis Hall, he came on for his debut on Sunday. Um, he also has the versatility to play kind of anywhere down the left. He's sort of predominantly a left-back, but he's got the ability from an attacking perspective and he's pace and ball-carrying to probably play on the wing, dare I say. But... He has also been been uh, played in midfield for Chelsea before and in his career at youth level. So he could play at left back. He could play in midfield. But I, I do think he's someone who could also come into the team because um, he's someone we've not seen much of at all since he since he signed from Chelsea on, on a loan-to-buy deal. Um, next up, I think this is one who will only play if Hall does come into midfield. Um, but Matt Target, he's obviously another player who's been sort of not getting a great deal of game time recently. Um, So, yeah, if Lewis Hall is able to play in midfield, uh, which could be needed with Joe Linton and Joe Willock out, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Target did play at left-back. He obviously left Villa due to his lack of minutes, and there was some talk at the end of the transfer window that we'd blocked loan bids from Fulham and Forrest, obviously, to to make sure we had plenty of backup down the left. So I think he'll be hoping for a start, and uh, he could come into contention. Lewis Miley's one. I can't really... Obviously, the young... Seventeen year old midfielder who did so well over preseason. I think I think he's someone Eddie Howe will be tempted to play, but will he throw him in from the start against Man City? I'm I'm not really sure. Obviously we have got those injuries in midfield. We've got Joe Linton and Joe Willock out. We've had Tanali who's been managing a thigh injury ever since he came back from international duty. Um so there is we're a little bit light in, in, in midfield and if we do rotate there and if, if Howe doesn't play Hall in midfield, Lewis Miley's someone who could come in. I think it's probably a fairly obvious one, but because Sandro Tonali um, didn't play against Sheffield United on Sunday, he came off the bench, but he didn't start, I think he's probably someone who does come in. He's only started one of our last three games, and he probably has that sort of quality and composure in possession that could be needed against City, who, let's face it, punish you if you give the ball away. So I think I think Tonali could come into midfield. Um, one one player who I definitely think will start is Jacob Murphy. He's, believe it or not, he's only played four minutes of Premier League football this season, and um, he did start against AC Milan, but he, he hasn't played much at all in the league so far. So um, he's fairly well-rested, and I'm pretty confident he'll come in down the right. Up top, there's Alexander Rezak Didn't start against Sheffield United, and I expect Callum Wilson to keep his place for Saturday's game against Burnley. So I'm pretty sure Izak will come back into the team and play up top. And yeah, the final player who I've sort of mentioned here is, this is just a list of players I think in contention and probably quite likely to play or, or, or could come into house thinking. Um the final player is Paul Dummett. I, I, I wouldn't be putting my money on him starting, and in fact, I'd be surprised if he played. But um, I noticed Eddie Howe went to a five-man defence at the end of the Sheffield United game where he put Tino Livermento on, on the right side and uh, Lewis Hall on the left with three centre-backs. Now, Paul Dummett's barely kicked a ball for Newcastle over the past year, and he only played a little bit over pre-season as well. So it would be a surprise to see him thrown in. But if we do go to a back five, is there a chance he could be on the left side of a back three? Maybe, I don't know. But um, but yeah, they're just some players who come to mind in terms of players who either haven't started our last game or just generally have been fringe players who will be looking for game time. Um, and, and, and like I say as well, it's hard. It really is hard to predict what side we will play. I mean, a lot of people will think, let's play our strongest team, let's attack the cup. Let, well, obviously, we need to be at our best and, and play our best players to beat Man City, some people would argue. But at the same time, We've just come off the back of a three-game week. We've got Burnley at home in the Premier League on Saturday. We've got PSG in the Champions League uh, a week on, on Wednesday. So we've got a lot of games coming up. And I just wonder, will he go for pretty much full strength and keep keep changes to a minimum? Or will we see a lot of changes? Now, personally, I think we'll see a fair few changes. But I think we can still field, field a decent team. So I'm going to go for, as my predicted lineup. I'd say Dubravka and goal. I think... Howe said he's got a part to play in your play a game, so I just think if you're ever going to play Dubravka, it would be now. So I think Dubravka and goal, I think will come coming at right-back. I think Lascelles might partner Bot- Botman at centre-back. I definitely think Fabian Shaw will get the week off this week, but it'll either be Botman, I think, or Byrne as the left-sided centre-back alongside Lascelles, but I'll go for Botman. At left-back, I'll say target, um, and that's on the basis that it'll be a midfield three of Hall, Tonali and Sean Longstaff. I know Longstaff played on Sunday against Sheffield United, but I've said many times his fitness levels are just incredible, aren't they? He seems to be able able to run all day. So I think we'll protect Bruno, save him for the sort of Bernie and PSG games, and I think we'll start start Longstaff for this one. Alternatively, if it's Lewis Hall at left-back, there's the potential for a midfield of Longstaff, Tonali and and Miley. But I've got a feeling it'll be Target at left-back and Hall in midfield. And then in terms of the front three, I'm pretty certain it'll be Murphy, Isaac. And then on the left, I think Elliot Anderson could play. I mean, he's he was on the wing quite a lot for Bristol Rovers when he was on loan there last season. He tends to play on the left side of a midfield three for us, but um, like I say, with Barnes injured, with Anthony Gordon probably needing a rest. I mean, he, Anthony Gordon started all of our games bar Sheffield United this season, and just when he thought he was getting a rest against Sheffield United, he played the full 80, well, pretty much the full game. He played 80 minutes, so Gordon's on fire but I think a bit like Bruno he'll be protected for the Burnley and PSG games so so yeah I can see a front three of Murphy on the right Isak up top and Anderson on the left my only slight debates are whether it's it's Target or Hall at left back and therefore is it Miley or Hall in midfield but uh, but yeah I've gone for a team with quite a few changes I might be way off and it, Eddie Howe might start a much stronger team than that but I think it's important to give give game time to some of our summer signings who haven't featured yet, like like Liveramento, like Hall, or haven't started yet at least. And then there's obviously fringe players who will be probably pretty eager to get more game time than they've got so far, like Dubravka, like Lascelles, like Target, um, even Jacob Murphy you could throw into that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's the team I'm going to go with. And uh, that's just an update on the team news, the injury news, everything Howe said. Well, not everything, but a little roundup of what he said as well. And, uh, yeah, just a, a short, a pretty short preview for the City game this time around. But it was just me on today's episode with Ed. I think ed had a, got a trip to London today, so he's uh, he's busy at the minute. But, but yeah, that's just a roundabout of everything ahead of Wednesday's game. It's obviously going to be another massive week for Newcastle. We've got the Cup, we've got the Premier League, then we've got the Champions League next week. But, you know, we've we I think we answered any doubts about our ability to play a few times in one week last week with... You know the brentford game being followed by a good point in milan and then that eight nil win over sheffield united so we'll be flying from that um we've just got to be wary i think of the fixture schedule and the fact the the injuries injuries are piling up a little bit so i do think we'll see a few changes on wednesday but i'm also expecting man city to be um resting quite a few key players and obviously rotating quite a bit themselves so so yeah fingers crossed it's going to be a tough test but fingers crossed we can going can get through? It'll be it'll be some performance to beat Man City, but uh, but yeah, in front of the lights it's in James's Park, I'm sure there'll be a big crowd, and you never know what this team can do. So so yeah, let's let's fingers crossed we will get through, and we'll be back for a preview of the Burnley game in a couple of days' time. So thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter. There's the N U F C broadcast page and N U F C blog co U K. There's the two accounts we've got there, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in a couple of days' time you Podcast Network.